welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the number one international best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And today on the show, we have a guest who came highly recommended. Meet Richard Cisneros, coming to us from Austin, Texas, who has been a clairvoyant and a medium for over 25 years. Richard, a warm welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you very much, Sandra, for having me today. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know, every day when I get up in the morning, it's so beautiful to just get up and say, whatever spirit is going to bring us today, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad we have this opportunity to talk and chat and see what spirit brings us today, <laughs> this moment where we have our conversation. Absolutely. It's such mm-hmm. a wonderful way that we're taking this because uh, yes. you and I have mm-hmm. both had nice magic and miracles in our life. And it's uh, we're yes. recording this just after Christmas and just before New Year's. So we're looking upon a new year. And um, and I really getting this morning, I did some reading about, you know, starting the day in gratitude. So I'm grateful that I'm get to start my day with you. So it's really good. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about, thank you, about your past and and how you got into this world of clairvoyancy and mediumship. And well, absolutely. You know, um, what all started, uh, uh, it really never had a start because uh, as a child, I I could actually hear spirit, you know, so it was so natural to me. And, uh, you know, uh, my mom still lives, but you know, my mom doesn't call me Richard, she calls me Ricky. So I would hear, you know, Ricky, come here, Ricky or Ricky, just Ricky. So I'd be looking around the house and looking for mom. And I said, mom, what do you want? And she would say, no, I didn't call you. You know, mm. so that was so natural to me. She, oh, but I do come from third generation. My grandma on my mom's side, she was a healer, a midwife healer. Uh, she also read the Spanish tarot. My mom said no to the gift. She kind of said, no, I'm not ready for this. I'm not going to do this. So I honor respect that. So, but, you know, all those things, it was just natural going with them to circle, mediumship circles, going to healers. So basically, I was, I, I grew up, you know, talking and, and seeing so many diverse types of teachings, you know, and uh, as a Hispanic bilingual, I was able to see those, those, uh, the shamans, you know, and, and, and how they, they heal with herbs and the old traditional um, Mexican Spanish uh, uh, type of healing and ceremonies. So it was wonderful, going, you know, growing up around that. So, you know, uh, throughout the years, you know, I utilized it within my different professions that I, I was in the corporate world. And, um, and uh, it, it just pushed me along into the universe. Finally, you know, after so many years, you know, um, it got to the point of uh, saying, okay, it's time. You're going to serve completely. And uh, whether you like it or not, here it is. <laughs> so this is what I do now as a medium. You know, I, I connect direct through spirit, connect with past loved ones, and uh, and, and just listen and, and transmit the, the messages to whoever comes to me for first city or, or, or reading. Wow. That's great. It's really yeah. super that you grew up with this too, because I think for yeah. many of us, for many of the listeners and many people I meet, this, I don't want to say it was a taboo subject, but it was right. nothing we really believed in. 
our, our parents right. did. And so suddenly we find ourselves interested, but we think, oh my gosh, there might be something wrong with exploring it. But then there's mm-hmm. you who grew up with your grandmother doing it, your mom choosing yeah. not to, but, oh, that's wonderful. You know, one of the things I also realized during my life that it was so natural to me, I didn't have this fear factor. You know, and, and when I talk to other people in different practices, you know, they either have to surpass that or they deal with that at an early age or were scared of it. You know, I was fortunate enough uh, for my mission in this particular lifetime that I'm doing this practice and work now living. It's no longer work or practice in itself, you know. So I understand also the other aspect, you know, of beliefs, religion, and so forth. My, 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 my grandma and my mom were very Catholic, Roman Catholic, all things, you know, very strict, you yes. know, of bringing Christianity Catholic. But, you know, there was still that not, you know, kind of, I wasn't drilled with the religion, but there was religion there still, that, that fine line. You know, okay, well, you know, sometimes I would think no matter how how positive the information, you know, maybe there was something seated within my subconscious. Is this coming from, where is this coming from? So, you know, I would ask, who are you? Where are you from? It's just a natural process. Later on in years, I realized that that's a process of our mediumship starts. You have to ask, who is, who is this? Who's coming through? Who are you? mother, father, sister, brother, you know, what's the information coming to? I think that's one of the key things. It's good to ask and have that, you know, that questioning serves us a greater purpose. Whatever purpose that my service, Sandra, it serves a purpose to get us to where we are and what we live and what it means to serve spirit and to serve creator, God of your heart, whatever that would mean mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I love that. It's good to ask. So often, uh, in my own yes. exploration, I just wanted to see this lightning bolt and like this miracle happen or hear a voice mm-hmm. in my head that I knew. Right. Uh, yes. And I think it takes yes. something from our part, like you said, to ask. Yes. You know, you know, and, 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 uh, and when I had my greater experience of my awakening, I call it my greater awakening, which was five years back that uh, I, that's where my life completely transformed and I left quite a few aspects of my life, left the corporate world completely without resistance trans- and, and, and transition into just doing mediumship and just presenting myself in different events and so forth. What actually happened is that, you know, I definitely know it's important to also ask that God of your heart whoever that may be, whatever represents to you. Mm-hmm. I used to I always consistently ask in prayer, let me serve, you know, how can I do this? You know, and, and without any response or anything, uh, or, or, or anticipating. I think that's one of the key things of listening to spirit, you know, just asking, and my guys tell me, asking without asking. So I would say, what does that mean? <laughs> how can we ask without asking? Well, then I understood through them that if anything we ask, let it be for the most high so we're able and be utilized to serve humanity, to elevate the conscience of humanity as a whole, not just asking for a selfish purpose, but a selfless purpose. So I embrace that dearly. You know, anything that presents itself, like this this venue that you have provided, 
I am so grateful that you are living it also. And that's also, uh, that's at some time, one way or the other, I believe, Sandra, truly believe that you ask a certain way, and then now you receive it. Now that you're on that venue to also contribute to the higher conscience of humanity. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, and it's interesting because I know when you when we focus on other people and yeah. serving, our life tends to work out. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, yeah, that might sound a little cold <laughs> to some people that might be experiencing yeah. some tough times because yeah. I get it. But yes. when you really do that prayer of how can I serve? And I think a lot of it times it comes from us experiencing our own pain. And I know a lot of grief counselors that became that out of grieving and, um, you know, right. things like that. When it's, it's something that, you know, one of my, my mentors that I that I uh, I was able to follow his teachings with Eckhart Tolle. You know, one of the things that I realized that after my greater awakening, I didn't know the experience of what I had, but I have felt a peace and tranquility in my life that uh, uh, and uh, of selfless. You know that I was doing things for a greater reason beyond my reasoning, but I I, I you know the effort and the resistance you know uh, wasn't there anymore. So I knew something greater than myself was propelling me, you know, but it wasn't separate of me. It was my inner self, that that all-knowing higher self, whatever you would mm-hmm. want to call it. You know, a lot of religious people was, you know, it's just in the grace of God was guiding me. So be it. If it is that phrase you want to utilize, no problem. You know, I mean, that's the whole thing about, uh, you know, living it. It is just to live it. Then we become examples of that we are here for a greater reason beyond our reasoning. I always say it, you know, and we will be in the, the most adequate places. So it is that spirit ourselves will be able to be the expression of something else, something greater. So we can utilize our abilities like here as a medium. I, in this particular lifetime, I chose to be this, but I didn't know it completely until I fully embraced it and there was a greater surrender to it. That's where that greater um, awakening experience happened in me, Sandra, that just liberated me in the sense of there was a detachment. I got to the point that uh, the body, the mind got to the point and decided it's enough suffering. So you see, everything it comes back to us. You know, it starts with us. We work with us. We work with ourselves so we can be that vehicle, that pure vehicle, so we can serve others. Or else that's not going to happen because sometimes we give ourselves too much out there, but we didn't attend to us. So what happens yes. is that you, that's, it's very important you know, to come back to us, but to allow ourselves and see where we need to work with within ourselves. And eventually that's the asking part also, you know, you know, we're here for a greater reason, whatever that may reason be, you know, and and, and after, that's another question there that a lot of people do. What's my purpose of life? Yes. Well, yeah. What is, what am I here for? I know I'm here for something bigger, you know, and some people come and ask me that. And I, I sincerely tell them only, you know, that, but I can just give you a little nudge and guide spirits going to give you a little nudge. Loved ones is going to come here, give you a message. Just be aware of that message and take it, take it, get it at heart and utilize and listen to it. Listen carefully what spirit has to say. And then, and then just from their application, just listen, because spirit doesn't come here, loved ones, or 
or guides or angels. Don't, they don't come to tell us what to do, but they guide us. And they're there. God, they have our back consistently. Our loved ones, they're always around us. They're just waiting, waiting for us to take time to quiet our mind and just listen. <laughs> and then there's a message that comes. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the questions a lot of people have is, um, yeah. of course, I always recommend um, if you're interested in seeing a medium, great. But that you don't yeah. have to wait a year before doing so that your loved ones are around. Yeah. But is it just right. that easy as quieting our mind and listening? You know, it is. It is simply said, I mean, uh, there's no one in this world that doesn't have the time of 15, 15, 20 seconds just to sit, just to sit and just to listen. I mean, the you know, uh, just to take the time to actually just sit and listen, but listen, sitting, not trying to listen, just simply sitting, okay, and whatever comes to you. Maybe it might be an impression. It might be a little tingling, of the, you know, raising of the back uh, of the hairs on the back of your neck. You know, a little tingling feeling, that's spirit. Spirit communicates so many different ways. But if we take time to do that, spirit is always there because there's no time at their end. So they're just there patiently. Yeah, I use the word patient because even they don't have to be patient. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because those aspects, they're consistently there in spirit. There's a, uh, in, the, in the dimension, there's limitless. So they don't have to be, they're just through the connection of our heart. Our loved ones are always there with us. So just exactly, just simply taking that time. Mediums, that's what they initially, what their formal practice, I never had it. Colleagues who have actually gone to different uh, uh, workshops or different uh, teachings. The UK, there's a uh, author friendly, which is well known to mediums that go and learn about mediumship. I never had, I never had, and I, I, I haven't done this for guides me to do that. But one thing is that the simplicity, just sitting, they call it sitting in silence, just taking time to just to sit, take your one or two breaths, four breaths, inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose, simple practice, and just listen. And that's it. Not try to listen, and then, and then forcefully, I'm go- let's see what I'm going to hear. You know, without a question, just sitting and silent and relaxing. You know, that's what, that's a basic little start. That's how we start. What about the little voice that we have in our head that says, uh, oh, I forgot to buy this groceries. Did I turn off the yeah. coffee maker? What about yeah. if those those voices are coming up when we're trying to sit quietly and listen? Yes, which there are. They're yes. always going to come. I mean, they're always going to This is what I've learned as a personal practice. Because I used to read practices, and it didn't work. Some of the, you know, some of great books and everything, not to, you know, downgrade anything. Everything serves a purpose. But some of the techniques were just not satisfying. So I went to spirit and asked, you know, how, and like in my case, in my spiritual experience, that 100, I got caught a 120 mind chatter mm-hmm. subsided. Because of my experience, my spiritual experience, okay, that was unique within my experience for me. But the practice that came to me is that they said, my one, to my personal guides, one of them, uh, her name is Sophie, she came to me and she said, just an invitation, you have invited us to come, so we're here. So anything or anyone that you, you, you want to come, invite. So, and then she kept elaborating. Invite your mind to be still. Don't tell it to be still. 
just imagine like a little child. You you know, a child is ranting and raving and mm-hmm. angry. And a, you invite the child, come please, yes, and just invite the mind to be still. Just a simply little phrase, inviting the mind to be still. You know, while you're doing that breath work, and it works. Because anything, if, if you tell the mind to be still, okay, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's so like that's full, Yeah, that's for a little child's going to act up. No, I'm not going to be still. You know, I'm going to keep on talking. And just be aware, Sandra, just the awareness of it. Because if the mind deviates to what you have to do uh, 15 minutes into the future, which your future doesn't exist yet, but again, it, it courses you to go there, just course it back. Just be aware, gently course it back to the moment. Listen to breath. Listen to the inhale. Feel the, 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 the breathe, the breath going into your, your nostrils as you take your inhale and just bring your attention there. Okay, one of the things that's also is real good, remember, wherever you bring your attention, that's where the energy goes. So you see, if you bring your attention to a thought, well, that's where the energy goes, and it amplifies that thought, you know? Yes. It's a practice in itself, but, but you just an awareness. That's the key. That's something easy. Everybody can do it, and just do that invitation. You know, I, you know, at the beginning, I used to do that also, you know, mind, when I would sit in silence, just, just the mind, I invite my mind to be still. Just simply that. I invite my mind to be still, you know? So it's just a, it's a little light suggestion, a little light affirmation to the mind to be still, invite you to be still, and it works. But just practice it. If practice, whether practice, you do it, and you be consistent in it, there'll be less resistance. It's like everything else. You build up that, that psychic muscle. The, the, the ego self will always be there because it, it serves a greater purpose. And that's the thing about ego, you know, serves a purpose, whatever purpose that serves you, you know it when it comes to you. So even the ego is not to tell it to be quiet, but listening to it and seeing it, then you're understanding yourself, how the mind works. That's the whole thing about you understand yourself, how, you know, when is mind, is mind clatter, cl- clever, excuse me. That's why they say the best time, Sandra, to do meditation is when you start with, even before you get out of bed. Okay, you just take your time and pay attention. Instead of trying to rush out of bed right away, you take a few seconds or a minute just to lie there and just be there awareness that of not expecting anything of the day that you're alive and you're grateful for that. Wow. <laughs> what a nice way to yes. get up. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Isn't it great? Just take five, ten, fifteen seconds. That's all it takes, guys. <laughs> well, much. And, <laughs> you know, I have a terrible, terrible practice, Richard, of <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I check my email. And ah. I think that can automatically put me in a good mood or mostly a bad uh, mood. Right. So to resist yes. that you know, temptation. Yes. Well, within yourself, just the awareness and just instead of reaching out to it right away, because I, I have to confess I have also that challenge. You're you human. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yes, of course. You know, but the thing is just awareness, the awareness of it. And, and you're going to reach out and you just that little pause. Okay. You don't reach out and then, okay. And then, then you reach out again. You see, and just that awareness and that little pause in between that helps. And while you do it as a practice, the little pause, the little pause is going to take longer, you know, instead of just reaching out right away. You know, so if you take that pause, 
you know, because the mind already wants to reach out to, or get up or do something. It wants to take an action to get something done. You know, it's a beautiful thing when you do very little, very little, and get everything done. How can you do that? Well, the little is the thinking part, okay? Because if anything needs to be thought about something, in reality here, Sandra, anything we attend to is when the, that situation presents itself in front of us, and we turn to that. So how can we attend to an email is that, okay, you know, when we're already doing everything else, that we need to get up in the morning, brush our teeth, being aware, okay, then we attend to the other thing. That, but, you know, the mind wants to attend to everything all at the same time, you know, it takes it away from the moment as the moment is. Mm, I so I just was, that little pause, yeah. Richard, I was watching a video this morning, and it was a really neat yeah. thing about getting up in the morning, and it's probably no accident we're talking about this now, but the person said yeah. if we could sit in gratitude – uh, just there you go. and but then it was interesting because for the first time I heard seventeen seconds. I'm like, oh, what's seventeen seconds? But they said whatever right. feeling that you are attached to, if we can, and, and whether it's negative or positive, once we hit that seventeen second mark, then what probably happens is another similar feeling. And if it's you yeah. know a negative feeling, then it, that can really start your day off terrible but if we can take that pause in the morning and start with gratitude just looking around what are we grateful for and i just thought it was interesting that if we can hold that 17 seconds then chances are the next thought we can put in and hold it you know the more we hold on to the good feelings i think yes that can dictate a lot yes that that is and that's a positive practice another thing that you know i often do throughout the day you know even between sessions what i do i just take the time again just to simply sit you know take that little pause again and just where are we doing you know you know they say personal practice if it's if you're you're able to do it every hour just take that few seconds you know and just sit or just that where are we doing just look you know, if you're in the office or something, or you're looking out the window, like in my case here, you know, I'm I'm able to my office space. I'm looking out my front my my, my window. There's a tree, so I just simply look out there, take a little pause, and stop. You know, throughout the day, those are little pauses. They help a lot to bring you back to the moment as the moment is. You know, and you get back into the center. Okay, and uh, like anything else. You know, I mean, we've heard this before, you know, when from somebody is feeling very, there's anxiety or fear, whether they take a deep breath, take, you know, that's, that's so common, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that serves the purpose. Take that breath, you know, just relax and take that little pause, you know, and that pause means a lot. And what happens is that that, that 15 seconds later on will extend, that peaceful feeling extends to 20 seconds and then go on, go on, and might be a minute. And then so, um, you see? Yeah, it's interesting to me because, um, like, the easiest practice seems to be the hardest to do. Because yeah. I, I think, I'm just speaking for myself, there's so much right. doing. But, the, you know, I, I want so many right. things. And especially right. to have this 
connection with our loved ones and God. It's I call God, whoever you yeah. call it, divine. Of course, ab- but absolutely. Yeah. But I do believe, and I think you're touching on it right now, is those pauses, those moments of being in the present moment with our mind still yes. focusing on the breath. That is the access way for them to get through, for our questions uh, to get answered, for our loved ones to send their messages, right? Absolutely, that is. It's what they call, you know, when you're in your own divinity. It's where you reside in the pure sensations. There's nothing greater than love. That's where you come back into the heart area. That's another little practice that I do, you know, just bring your attention to your heart. Bring your attention to your heart area. You know, remember, like I said before, where you bring your attention, that's where your energy goes. Your heart is there, the heart areas there where all the emotions and the most purest emotions of divinity, God creator, God of your heart, whatever that may mean to us, that's that space of silence where spirit is able to communicate with us. We're infinitely connected with spirit through that area, through the heart area through love. That's an infinite thing. We're infinitely, no matter how old we are or how many lifetimes, and and you have that belief of reincarnation, if we do, we don't, it doesn't matter. The thing is, there's something that's infinite, limitless, whole and complete is love. So that's connected through everything, not only through spirit, everything, animate, inanimate, and then we realize that then we have greater appreciation because we're taking a second of our time to step into our divinity of ourselves, connected to something greater than what we are, but equal to. Mm, that sounds beautiful. And I'm reminded that we are ha- a soul having a human experience. So when we become yeah. quiet and we're not paying attention to any of those senses, I would think that'd be much like a soul, you know, not thinking about the body, not having the ego mind. And that's the way yes. our souls communicate because we are a soul. We are. Or absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it comes to be a beautiful way of living, not only just a practice in itself, you know, um, to step into what I call effortless living effortless living it's just living at the moment as the moment is attending to it when the situation you attend to it when can you attend to it when it presents itself you know with without that little you know yes the mind is going to try to deviate the ego is going to try to pull us into the past you know replicate something in the past but if we're aware of that we bring our attention to where we at you know and just simply again coursing ourselves and and just just that little training and then, of course, our, our I call it our entourage, our guides, our angels. I love that. Our entourage. Our guides, our angels, our entourage. Love it. Yeah, I, yes, our entourage. They're, they're supporting us and giving us, you know, those little hints and little nudges sometimes. And then, you know, it, it becomes a way of living, no longer merely also of experiencing. I mean, that's the next step level, I believe, of the evolution of humanity. They're no longer the soul experiencing human human experiences, but living beyond human experiences. Wow. One for the books, I guess, right? What do you mean by that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Consistently living and that peace and tranquility with little deviating from the moment that the moment is. 
In other words, little thinking. Creative thinking will arise when you need it. But with little thinking, in other words, the mind chatter to a level that would subside, for example, like in my case, I would always rate it 120 mind chatter all the time. I would get up in the morning, turn the radio on, sometimes turn the, the TV on at the same time, you know? It just wanted more mind chatter <laughs> and more noise. Yes. Yeah, you know? And, and, and it didn't work, and it just it would enhance it. So what I mean is by that living at the moment, uh, that effortless living, living at the moment as the moment is, is that, that it subsides in time, it subsides, and when thinking is needed to attend to a necessity in life, you think of it creatively. It's going to go beyond just as a worry, a problem, or uh, that you have to reason or you have to solve. It's going to come from the purest essence of your higher self, of your soul, that's going to uh, give you the answer that's already there, and the mind won't get in the way. That's the best as I can explain it. You see, the little thinking, the less thinking, you know, being in the present moment, being, you know, again, like I mentioned, and I've been quoting Edgar Tolle here, he says, being in the moment, you know, he calls it being in the now, I believe, you know, I define it as being at the moment as a moment is, because there's not any other moment as a moment is, mm. you know, so the, 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 the mind chat subsides when you're aware that the moment is, and you're living that, so you're going to actually have infinite opportunities, infinite inspiration, or different options available to you that not just one option or another, while the mind keeps telling you, okay, you need to do this to create that, okay? Or it tries to drag you or tries to replicate, oh, this, this works for me, so I got to replicate that, so work this way. Yeah, you know, Richard, a good Mm -hmm. example of this is I think the samurai were trained in, I can't remember the name of the practice, but it was a practice, um, some thousand year old tradition of how to quiet that active mind. And then what would happen is when they were in battle, instinctively, and it's just what you're saying, they would make decisions fast they could fight fast they had more awareness because they practiced quieting the mind and it's interesting because everything you say it's so easy for our minds to start thinking oh if this happened how would i handle it what if what if what if Uh, if? but we know and we can all look at our past if you know somebody throws a punch at you you know you block it or you punch back whatever but it's instinctively and i think I really yes. do believe that practicing quieting our mind when things come up, you know, we can use that instinct or that connection to our divine self and the right answer yes. is, is there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that, that's when spirit also, be you love when your guide, whoever it is that's there presently, that also uplifts you, gives you that little boost of energy because you're in that moment of stillness and you're receptive you're receptive to an energy that and then you start you vibrate at a different frequency beyond the mind thinking you know that's how they explain it to me you actually feel it wow you know that that energy is wow i'm in a quiet 
face. You don't, there's not that thinking. And then there's action. Then the action is takes, you take action, either responding, you respond accordingly instead of reacting. And that's one of the things, you know, through that little simple practice, you notice. Another great practice here, Sandra, that's coming to me is uh, be aware of how you react or how you respond to a situation throughout the day. You know, what, what triggers you to frustrate you? And just be aware of that, you know, just be aware of those things. Hmm, okay. How, why am I, you know, we just, this agitated me. And just contemplate for that second, just not to analyze it, but just to be aware of it. Oh, this situation, this thought triggered me this. Okay, thoughts are the same thing, you know, because we can sit at the house and get so frustrated, so stressed, and we we, and we haven't even stepped out of the house. I <laughs> so, know. We, <laughs> you understand that? You yes. See? Yeah, and that's that's the majority of the people. By the time they get from home to work, they're so stressed by the time they get to work because of all the traffic, oh, I'm going to be late, this and that, this and that. Here in, in um, I'm here in Texas in Austin, Texas. One of the things the traffic is now. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's crazy. It's I got to see the word crazy. Yes, <laughs> I used to live up in LA too. I understand also the traffic up there. But the thing is that this is what my guide wants. That I've been kind of frustrated, you know, because I was going somewhere. I can't remember where exactly I was going, but I knew I had to travel, and it was. And which is, I, I started feeling tense. My body started feeling, I started being aware. So, okay, okay, I'm aware, but it's still tense. I'm aware, it's not going away. So, you know, when I, 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 I got into that just little second moment of space, of silence, and then one of my guides says, think of this. You're thinking already, but think of this. You're part of the traffic, so why complain? You're part <laughs> of the traffic. Yeah, yes. it's great. So, wow. So from there, wow, I, I felt relieved. Yes. So you know what? Then the, I, then I started saying to myself, I'm part of the flow of the traffic. And slowly, there was, there's a flow. It doesn't matter whether it is. I got to point A to I got to point B then because I went into a flow. I was part of something getting somewhere. I was thinking I should get there faster. The thinking process was creating the stress. Oh, I was totally thinking. trapped. Oh. I was no, thinking I was separated of it. I was separate mm-hmm. of it. Well, in reality, I wasn't. So that alleviated me. Oh, that stress. Oh, I am. Wow, I'm grateful that I am. And then that other little thing came into my mouth. Well, you're in the flow of traffic. Ah, oh, yes, I am. Yeah, I drove for for Christmas, I drove down to my mom's house and there was a lot of traffic, but I had some um, really inspirational. I I listened to an episode of my show, which was fun. And then and then I just listened to some really great, inspiring words. And time went by so fast because I was in that flow of inspiration. Yeah, there was traffic, but but so what? Of course. Richard, I want to change the conversation yeah. a little bit. Um, well, if, well, this is a fun topic too, but um, 
the show's called We Don't Die. And I know from our listener's point yeah. of view, very often we have many people that have lost, well, not lost a loved one, but lost the flesh of a loved one because they exist in yeah. spirit. Could you tell Absolutely. us some stories without giving away your clients' names or anything like that, sure. but just maybe some of the meeting readings you've done that were sure. accurate, that you couldn't have looked up on the internet, things like that. Just some some stories of, of some sure. healing that's occurred and, and what kind of uh, messages you've brought through. Well, absolutely. You know, uh, I'll, what I'm doing now, I'm getting actually official testimonials until I ask a release for that. And there's one that I did a, a group reading. I was invited to do group reading a couple of ladies at uh, at their home. And um, so I didn't know who I was going to meet or I didn't know who was going to get reading, you know, on the guest list. But anyway, the hostess, she already had told them she was going to invite a medium. It's going to be the All Saints all saints day you know uh, near halloween and so forth so yes. and so and, you know celebration of what they in spanish is called dia de muertos you know so she had that celebration uh they're they're honoring our loved ones who passed you know so they had everything set up they have pictures and, and so forth of loved ones so what i told my hostess at that particular point i said you know i, I don't want to look at any pictures i don't want to know anybody's things it's very important for me. That's how, how I'm guided to do this, this particular practice and work. You know, so, but anyway, getting to this point of this, there was a young lady there that I uh, sat down with her. And uh, my personal readings, you sit down, you say absolutely nothing. Whoever I'm, uh, I'm going to connect with, you know, uh, I don't ask them any questions, whatever comes through. And then, but I do tell them, if you, uh, if you have a uh, burning question that you have, interact spirit loves to interact it's like a best friend you haven't seen for years <laughs> or love when you haven't seen for years you know they love to interact with you so it's good to ask questions okay so she sat down and she had she had a little box she she had some items there in a the little box she handed me a little box so i put the a box in my hand and i i moved it it kind of rattled a little bit and i heard i, I heard a male father figure come to me instantly and say put it down so I put it on the table, and then I, this particular session was unique in itself, Sandra, because I saw the gentleman like quick, boom, like a bleep, like a flash. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a male father energies. So I said, I know this is a father figure, and it might be grandfather or father figure. That's what I said. I didn't ask. Let me see. I'm going to go back to that person directly, and I'm going to ask them. So. Um, um, uh, I did that. Gentleman said nothing to me. He didn't tell me, but I knew it was that father. Then I started feeling that father energy, and I said, "Well, one thing is, I saw that loved one. I told uh, the young lady, he keeps pointing to the box, so I know that whatever is in the box belongs to him." And then I heard suddenly he said, "Father." Okay, I said, this is your dad. Whatever's in the little box is your dad. So she just took a breath, you know, the young lady, and she just acknowledged, yes, my dad's passed. Okay, so continue. So about five minutes into the reading, he told me to look to my right side, look away from the young lady. So I won't get any impressions of body language or anything like that. He said, look up here toward the right. Don't look at my daughter. And he showed me his last name, Rodriguez. 
just mm. like in letters. I mean, I said, Rodriguez, I'm seeing Rodriguez. So I said that. The girl goes, what? And I said, I'm seeing Rodriguez. He goes, no, that's my dad's last name. And Beautiful. she was just like, wow, yes. You know, my assistant was taping all this. And so she took a pause. I said, take your time. Take your time. That's okay. That's okay. We'll continue. Just take your breath. And, and then she says, can I ask you something, Richard? I said, of course. Ask spirit. Don't ask me. Ask spirit. And they says, ask my, can you ask my dad to give you his first name? This is what happened, Sandra. And that thing that I responded back to her, but this is what Spirit responded back to me. He said, no, I'm not going to give you the name right now. How convenient, right? Right. It, it would be, it would be, I mean, and for a second, my ego said, yeah, all right, Richard. She's going to think you're saying this. Just because you can't pull out the name. Right. All right? Yes. Okay. So what I did, I just bought more presences to myself and continued you know, continued, and, and and then there was other names, validation of family members, and this and that, and so forth, and and for five minutes, again, before our closing or our session, he says to me, my name is David Rodriguez, I'm the father, I tell her that quickly, right now, and I said, your dad's name's David Rodriguez, he's your father, it was all over. She said, no more, please, no, no. You know, she was telling my camera girl, no, it was too much. She was so well. So spirit validated, you know, that was some rifle time. It was beautiful, beautiful. And another thing also, and he says, oh, what's in the box? He says, cufflinks. He kept saying cufflinks. And and I said, I told the young lady, can you open the box, see what they are? And there were cufflinks. That's beautiful, Richard. That was beautiful. That's one of the you know most recent experiences that I've had, how spirit communicates, not only through the evidence. There's two things that as as mediums look for. It's looking without looking, but just being receptive to. Uh, I consistently, man, woman, father, mother, brother. Okay, I already instinctively know it through my clairsentience. The sensing part is a medium. I can tell right away, male, female. Okay, so in this particular, I knew the father. So from there, I keep asking. And, and, and sometimes I'll ask a lot clarity, more, louder. Sometimes within my inner voice, my higher self continues. Give me more. It's okay. You gave me a last name? Great. Give me more. That's beautiful. Thank you very much, Spirit. You know, I, sometimes I thank them out loud. Thank you for that, Spirit. Thank you very much for validation. Thank you for that last name. It's good. You know, so keep that train and flow of energy. You know, putting it back to Spirit. You, us, we're just here listening. And, and and spirit will step it up as, like, in this particular case here, Sandra, it was phenomenal. You know, at the end, when I did all my sessions, you know, after that, then when uh, I did my closing on my chakras and came back into body, you know, my mind couldn't believe it either. That, that happened. That experience happened. So that was you know, even the mind, my ego sometimes says, no way, you're not this part. <laughs> you're not this good, Richard, you know. <laughs> well, you say you but didn't realize that uh, you, yeah. 
that um, you often give names during a reading and how rare Absolutely. that is. You didn't yeah. realize that all mediums don't do that. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. You know, I thought everybody did. You know, one of my colleagues years back said, Richard, you know, she went out to author family. She studied mediumship. She said, Richard, you know, I have to tell you that. So I've seen some of your sessions and this and that when you do events. You know, uh, you know, not everybody gets names. I uh, said, so What? You mean those guys up there that teach this don't get names? <laughs> and they said, no, Richard, that's your unique way of doing this. You know, so, but I understood this, Andrew, that, you know, I could always hear names, you know, as a child. So Spirit utilized that already, uh, that virtue, that ability that's already developed. And then throughout the years, it just developed in different phases, different ways in my life. You know, so, but the funny thing is here, I used to be a marketing director, okay, in the media. and as a marketing director, I couldn't remember names. Oh, funny. 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 How my ego couldn't remember. I would have to ask him, I'm sorry, you're going to have to tell me throughout the set, uh, throughout our interview, you're going to have to tell me your name again. I would tell him ahead of time, you know, but you see how Spirit utilizes totally the opposite of how my mind thinks, you know, so I accepted that, you know, that, oh, yeah, I, I do recollect names. But in a different sense. But that's that you know that that was so interesting how the mind the my mind components are some way. Now it's easier even for my mind to remember names. <laughs> Funny. Now, Richard, you and I spoke before. I guess it was yes. last week that we'd be open yes. to possibly yes. if there's any of my friends in the spirit sure. world that wanted to come through. We weren't going to be demanding of it. But is sure, there sure. is there preparation you need to do, or or is it? possible that you could ask them if there's anybody no i don't want to well, put you on the spot because no 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 we don't do that you know uh, yes and i'm glad you're bringing that up because earlier i had a notch i had a notch and an older lady an older grandmother energy was coming through here uh, she brings me in the name of bob robert i don't know where that bob robert's coming from but she bring me this thing i'm i'm feeding that grandma energy okay just as a simplicity for you, there's a grandmother in your side is that correct yes Okay, all right. Brought up dad. She keeps bringing up your dad also, okay? Yes. I don't know why. She, so I'm asking her if that's on the other side or dad here or on the other side, okay? This is, there. she's saying that there's a father figure, but she's saying that there's a father figure on the other side. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, uh, because she said dad already. Yes. So you see, uh, um, and an explanation to, back to you here. Okay, all right. Uh, just uh, uh, for the sake of understanding for the audience here, um, I'm, I'm hearing two things here, okay? Because that dad figure said that, um, and it's possibly two things, and it's important for, for the audience to also know this. I probably we talked about this, but spirits also bring it to my attention, okay? Just for the uh, validation sake, okay? It's very important. This is what I'm hearing. Because when I said that, he said that that was the beginning of something that has to do with writing a book or you initiating or writing a book or having a project of a book. This is what that, the, the father figure, is propelling me to tell you. Okay. Yes. Is that correct? That is a okay. definite yes. yes. Okay. So there, you see, that's what he's telling me here. He said that that was, he said, I was the cause. My passion was the cause of her, her, her understanding of what this means. That we never die. Okay? You understand that? 100%. Okay? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay? 
now he's bringing a name. He says just random names. He brought me the name. Okay, real common name. Two names. John. He said John. Okay. And then he says another name, Pete or Peter. Does any of those names resonate to you, Sandra? John is my father's name. Peter? Okay. Not sure. Okay. Okay. I always put a little disclosure there, okay? When I say John, because it's so common. Mm -hmm. But he still wanted me to insist it. He wanted me to say John, okay? So we're acknowledging Father John. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. Thanks for doing this, too, by the way. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. 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 Now he's, he's also, this is bad now. Okay, Mr. John. Okay. Okay. When I said Mr. John, he said, just call me John. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would say. <laughs> just call me John. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So he's, he's talking about when we're going to California. He talks about something that has to do with California or going back to California. Okay. Mm -hmm. He says, when are we going back to California? Okay. And then he's talking about something that's coming up here soon or, or, or possibility of you traveling to California. April. Who would that mean to you? April. <laughs> April okay. I've got a trip planned to well, California. Well, beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you for validating. Thank you, John, for that also. Okay. Oh, he talks about studio. Okay. A studio about what, sir? I'm asking here, John. Studio. You mentioned studio, John. What does that mean? Can you elaborate in studio? Because I felt something strong coming from studio. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Would you ask mom concerning pastries? This is what he said. Okay. He didn't respond back to studio, but this is what he told me between that. He hasn't responded what the studio means to me or to you, but he says something to ask mom concerning the pastries. What does that mean to you? Well, mom loves pastries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were talking, we were actually talking about pastries yesterday. Okay. So yeah. it's interesting how he's bringing up pastries. And it okay. was pastries. Okay. It was not a certain kind of pastry. It was the word pastries. No. Pastries. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sandra. Thank you, John, for that. Okay. Okay. That's all. You know, it's funny because he says, you know, I was there listening to the conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right now uh i'm still asking here because you didn't respond back john concerning studio what does that mean i don't know okay okay you know he's he's showing me something either something that you know we can't prove this sandra but he doesn't want to dismiss it there's He's, he's showing me and telling me an opportunity, something going to get filmed or something or a conversation or sitting down and there's going to be a camera there, you know, either a video or something or scenario kind of studio type of thing. And he said for you not to dismiss it. And he talked about this coming year. So there's something that we cannot prove it, but it's essential for me to just deliver the message because he wants me to deliver it then. He wants me to say Andy, just randomly the name Andy, Andy or Andrew. Okay. Andy, he goes. Andy. Is there an Andy and Andrew there that makes sense to you? Yes. Because they say and. No, I'm sorry? Yes, there is. Okay. Not giving any definition to it, but he keeps saying Andy. As, okay. Now he goes, ask her about Andy. Sorry to ask you about Andy, Sandra, but he wants me to ask you. Who or what connection do you have with Andy or Andrew? Uh, a family friend. Okay. Okay, so I'm asking back, is that family friend still living or past? Okay. 
in restaurant to Andy or Andrew, uh, is that person living or past, please? Okay. He said, he said the, the, the Andy is talking about here is talking about, uh, that he's still here, still living. Hmm. Okay. Then I'm not sure. Okay. So, yes. So I'm asking living, uh, living, uh, um, let me go back to him. Living in this. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. You know, I was still hoping that he would tell me, no, on the other side, he says, no, no, the animal I'm talking about, he's living. Okay, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. okay. Could have something to do with the studio and saying something's being yeah, filmed possibly, in the studio. There is something yeah. on the horizon. Okay. So, yes, that yeah, could absolutely. make sense to me. Yes. Good. Okay. Now he also says, uh, yes, because he says not to dismiss that Andy thing. That name, or Andy, or Andrew, okay. something connected to studio. Alrighty, okay. Um, brought me the name of Tony or Anthony. First, Tony. Okay. I'm asking him, what does that mean, or anything more than that? Tony Living or anything? Any connection there, Jane? Because I'm not getting anything at my end. She's not responding back. Yeah, there's a relative there, yes. named Tony okay. in spirit. If I'm giving you okay. too much, but okay, this is what he responded to me concerning the Tony. I asked, I always go back and ask spirit, living or even if like you acknowledge he was passed. I always ask, like we did with Andy, you know. And he said, yes, he's over here. He talks about visits, often visits. Mm-hmm. Out of what relationship is a Tony there? Uh, there was a great, great uncle. It would have been his, his, okay. his uncle. His uncle. Okay. Because he's talking about visiting or something or having a relationship with that particular Tony. Okay. So family, is that the family member there, John? Okay. How responded to me? He says, yeah, that's correct. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, he's talking about certain products, distribution of products. Just randomly, he said, that's a bridge in the products. He says, when are you going to extend, uh, when are you going to extend your distribution of products? He wanted me to just say it that way. <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> when are you going to expand? He says, okay. You, what's up in Canada? He, he said, what's up in Canada? Canada is another place I travel to. Yeah, he says Canada. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. He sees my travels for sure. Yes. He said, yes. As soon as you were finishing, finishing your statement, he says, yes. Okay. He wanted me to deliver that back to you. Okay. Okay. Something very entertaining. And, and I'll, I'll say randomly. Okay. I always say random one, random because it's off, off, off subject. He's talking about hair. He's talking about mom's hair of all things. Okay. I don't know what, her hair. Okay, what's going on though with the hair? Because randomly, just out of the blue, he says something about the hair. Uh, what's different about the hair, hair or something changing with their hair? I don't know why he's going to try, but he's been kind of funny about it. Yeah, I think I know, but I don't want to say it on <laughs> forever in history on the radio show, but it, I can relate to it. You're related, fair enough. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because he's chuckling and he's kind of laughing about it. You know, laughing about it, but not in a sense of insulting, but in a sense of knowing. 
No, it's know? a good thing. Yeah, know, it's all good. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a it's good thing. It's all good. Yeah. Nothing it's bad. It's a good thing. Nothing bad. Good, good. You know, so, uh, yes, sir. Okay, he said, so I'm looking forward, looking forward to what, sir? Yes, continue. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, he says, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to going to California and getting the project done. Tell us about a project to be done there in California. Goes back to the California there. Mm. Energy. Okay. I think something is on the horizon for me, and this is yes. making sense with the studio, yes. California. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. He bring, he's bringing me the name, the month of September here, Sandra. Okay. He says September. Okay. Okay. He brought it to my attention. Okay. Okay, then he says celebration. Okay, whether September celebration be usually what I br- they bring the month is either celebration, passing, or birthday. Uh, there's a birthday in September, and somebody in my family. Okay. okay, yes. Okay, he says expect April to interesting. Now he's shifting to dates, and he says expect April to be magnificent. You know, he uses that word fabulous. You know, April's my birthday, so it, that's awesome. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. It's an April. Mm. Expect that to be expect. magnificent. And expect that to be magnificent. Interesting word. I can't even say it. <laughs> Fabulous, magnificent. <laughs> so, okay, good. Yes, sir. We acknowledge that. Okay, he says. I have to say this. You have a lot of work ahead of yourself this year. And leaps and bounds. You're going to need help. You tell her. She's going to need help. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. He says, uh, he says, uh, uh, will you let her know also that I'm here to assist her and help her to find that most adequate help? Because you're going to need it. You told her. They're both going to need it. Mom and her are going to need this help. You understand that? I do. Okay? Yes. Okay. Talking about mom here traveling, but telling mom about slowing down concerning the travel. (laughs) She'll never do it. Tell him. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this is what he responded back to me instantly while you were saying that. He says, wishful thinking. Wishful thinking, <laughs> yep. That is funny. It is funny. Yes. Um, okay, and he says, but I love that that she does because that's the way she keeps going, doesn't she? That's that's her thing. 100%. That's her, it's her, that's her reason for living. Yeah, that, yep. Uh, yes. Yes, thank you. You beat me to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he says that's your inspiration. That's how the word he wants me to use. That's your inspiration. That's what keeps her going. Yes, that's your inspiration. Yes, it's it's like other people. They do certain exercises. He says, but that's her exercise. She loves it. Uh, so I, I, I did. He goes. I guess. I, I guess trying to tell her. To stop travel, it's out of the question. Yeah, <laughs> out of the funny. question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm bringing me another name, Daniel. He says Daniel, David. Then he says Daniel, David. Here, hmm. Daniel. Okay. No, Daniel, David, sir. I, I know David. You know, but Daniel. Okay. Maybe. No, Daniel, sir. Okay. Let's see. Okay. All right. Uh, when I told him no, Daniel, he didn't bring anything back to me. But David, this is what he brought to me. He said, David can help you, whatever that would mean to you. Oh. Okay. He said, David can help you. Interesting. Just right away, he said that. So there's something you can possibly, I don't know what relation or, or who Dave, da, uh, David, David, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but that's why he responded back to me concerning David. Okay. Um, and he says, I think. I think things are pretty good there. Um, besides, you... Okay, he talks about you having something or having something that's considered exclusive. He says, he calls something exclusive. He's not giving definition, but using the word. Something, he keeps repeating exclusive. Exclusive what, sir? Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So he made a pause there, but he brought up a book. Uh, he's talking about another book here. Hmm. Bringing up another book. Okay. Okay. All right. But he talks about also something exclusive here. I'm not getting definition. And so I'm, I'm, I'm keep asking him, what, did, what do you mean exclusive, sir? Talking about a show or something exclusive. Interesting, he used the word show, show, like a show or program. Okay, huh. something exclusive. Okay, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. When, when you're done, I'll tell you because I made some notes just how all these apply. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I know she will do good. I know it's very special for her, and I'm here for her. You let her know. I am, sir. That's nice. Uh, okay. And he says here, uh, uh, suddenly stepping away, he says, um, um, in memory of me, he says, in memory of me, you should understand what that means to me. And he says, and he says to you, he says, I love you that for that, in memory of me. Yes. He says, and he says, I love you for that. Okay. You give her a big hug for me. You tell her that I love her still. Okay. Who's uh, talking about mom? Okay. Oh. Yes. Dad you would always say, give mom a hug yes. for me. Yes. So I'll leave you with that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And- Absolutely. Well, thank you. You know, it's a very interesting, Sandra, that the nut was from Grandma. Grandma kind of stepped back on the side, and boy, Dad came in. You know, that's, that's, that was very interesting there. Thank mm. you. Well, Grandma was <laughs> yes. uh, Dad's mom, my little Grammy. Uh-huh, yes. And uh, yes. when we spoke yes. last week, I think that's definitely who you had. But last night, right. I was driving home from my mom's house, and okay. I was thinking about the year ahead. 
of me and to create some products. So when you said distribution of products, I thought, aha. And I was actually saying to my father, dad, I could use your help. Right. Oh, wow. So that I just, you know, thinking nobody's listening. And then I convinced myself that, you know, maybe somebody is listening because it's so easy for me to buy into my own humanity. But, uh, yeah, yeah, my nephew is a David and he's an attorney. So there could be something in that range coming up. And, um, and I do have a big dream of having my own, like an exclusive, uh, program called We Don't Die that's on TV or the internet. And, you know, it just, it just seems like I'm going to stay open to, um, to it all. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Thank you. And no Thank question, you. I was Thank talking you. to my mom about the pastries yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting word. He used that word pastries. I mean, it's not that common. You know, pastries, you know, people don't say, oh, pastries. I would want some pastries, please. You know, that's not a real <laughs> common word to use. Oh, give me that. Or this or that. But uh, that, that was, I, I, I found it very intriguing how you utilized the word pastry and right. emphasize on pastries. Yeah, well, thank you very yeah. much. There, and, and also, yeah. um, my parents had been divorced since I was 14 years old, but they still got uh, along. But dad would always say, give uh, mom a big hug for me. And oh, that was what he always me. said, give mom a big hug for me. So that's... Uh, well, perfect. Yeah. So, and then beautiful. I know also, yeah. you know, because I made some notes. You know, there could have been some names that came up or things that didn't, uh, that weren't obvious. But then, in like yes. twenty minutes, I might be like, "Oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes!" So, I want to keep if our listener keep in mind when you do have a medium reading, if something doesn't occur to you in that moment, you know, quiet your yeah. mind, and then possibly somebody will, you know. It'll ring a bell, so to speak. Thank you well, so yes. much, Richard. Well, thank you. Yes, you know, and I encourage her when when I do sessions, you know, that the half an hour or hour sessions, I tell them record, bring your smartphone, record yes. it. Yes, you know, so take notes and so forth. And then I get emails back or or second, third readings back. You know, and say, Richard, those things that gave me this is what it means and so forth. I mean, spirit is is fabulous. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I, I definitely, I think it's great because some of this is stuff that i was thinking yesterday oh well, it's great we're Beautiful. not alone I mean, and, a, but we think we are sometimes never. but i'm thinking yeah, how true. this was everything i was thinking about on my car ride home wow. yesterday funny what? Well, that was that was beautiful i mean you see how uh how uh, you know i'm glad that you asked thank you, you that's how spirits uh, you know provides that information but they step it up you know, and at the medium, like I said, you know, even before we're going to just have this uh, this conversation, you know, so whatever spirit comes, sure. and, and 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 he just wanted to step it out, you know, and that grandma comes and just stepped aside, and dad just stepped it out. <laughs> it was just beautiful. Aww. Thank you, thank you so much. Dad's name is John, yes. so that was great. Regular yeah, name. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you so, doing that. I do. This is a first uh, in the two hundred and some yeah. episodes. No one's ever done an on-air uh, reading for wow. me, so. Thanks. Well, I feel honored. Thank you very much. I feel honored that I'm um, was uh, allowed to be a visual spirit for dad and grandma here. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah. And yeah. that was just for 15 minutes or so that we did that. I can only imagine how great it would be for an hour of your time, which oh, we, yeah. we do need to wrap up this interview, though, because time goes yeah. by so quickly. But let's talk a little Absolutely. bit about you. Obviously, if somebody wants to see you in the Austin area, they sure. can. But can people also yes. connect with you and get readings over the phone or on Skype? Yes, 
Yes, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, uh, phone readings, uh, I, I don't do those that often. I do really? more of Skype readings. Yes, you know, but I do readings. I collaborate with another medium that we're doing a project, and that's what I do. I do phone readings with him. Okay, so that's unique within itself, mm-hmm. but it's it's, rare, it's different. But the, the purpose here that I have, Skype, uh, you know, it seems for uh, in this pretty like particular case, they stepped it up. You know, they said, man, it doesn't matter. Skype, phone, it doesn't matter. People. So I appreciate that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. But one thing is, uh, they can go into my website, which is my website's me- medium, Richard Cisneros dot com. Perfect. That's medium, Richard Cisneros dot com. And there's uh, their contact. And uh, you can just uh, put a little information there, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll get an email uh, contact, and then I'll, I'll I'll definitely I don't recall my uh, my business phones on there. It, I I believe it is. I'm not too sure. It is there. My yeah. Business, yeah. It's there. Good. Okay. So you can also do that if I happen not to answer. Of course, it's because I'm I'm, I'm doing sessions or or in another line. But um, that's a great contact uh, here in Austin area um, at a place called Nature's Treasures that I do every Thursday on my location. Every uh, uh, Let me backtrack here. Every second and fourth Thursday out of the month, that's where I'm at. They put me on schedule for the following year. They invited me in a year to go back with them. I'll be there as long as my schedule allows me to do also, on future events, you can go back into my website. I'm going to be in New Orleans in January. Uh, we're there. Uh, they're filling out the finer details of the location and everything. So you can go back. Please go back into the website, and they'll find the address location and free tickets. I'm going to do a gallery and then readings. It's going to be a three-day event. I'm going to be there Friday right. evening doing a uh, gallery event, which and is I have an audience. Gallery means yes. that you're in front of an audience doing the readings. Uh, audience, yes. A lot of media call platform. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And 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 then the following Saturday and Sunday um, there, uh, I'll be available for uh, private readings. You know, so I give an opportunity to the audience who, who you know, spirit didn't guide me to them um, uh, to go ahead and do one-on-one also. Uh, and I'm going to be in L.A. in February the 3rd. It's going to be Saturday. We're going to go back up there and, uh, and do some events. Also, the place and time will be on my website. Please go in and look at that. Yeah, and for and, our uh, listener, just look yeah. in the information about this episode or scroll down if you're on YouTube because I have a live link to MediumRichardCisneros.com. Oh, yes. yes. So easy. Okay easy richard thank you so much this is fun informative inspiring you gave us some great tools for quieting our mind and and um yeah and what i really love too is we might not feel this way because we're each on our own individual journey but like you we all might be being groomed for something so really pay attention to what you're passionate about because you may be being groomed and at that moment you will get your that greater awakening and the universe when the universe will say to you okay you're ready <laughs> so uh, absolutely yes, yeah absolutely. 
very grateful for that. I Thank know you very that. much again, Sandra. Yeah. Yes, and you know, I, I have to say this, that, you know, I know that um, we have this opportunity. I'm so grateful for that. But I know here sooner or later we're going to have give another chance to either collaborate or talk or I don't know what spirit There's telling something you coming. You know, the, yep. Something coming, something coming. Oh. So we'll definitely be in touch. Yes, yes. and also yes. one thing about my dad passing it had everything not happened the way he did i mean that was my greater awakening that got me to learn about grief share my things about the afterlife and it 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 was you know so you hit the nail right on the head with that message from my father that started it all off okay you know so thank you so accurate so accurate for our listener I want to um, remind you, if I you haven't heard an episode lately, that September 14th through 16th is the the Great Afterlife Symposium, which is in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Richard, you may be a part of that. Well, you never know. Um, but it's wow, a whole yeah. bunch of like-minded people coming together under one roof for a full weekend of um, inspiration and getting some pretty cutting edge information and some tools about getting in touch with our loved ones. And even if you can't make the trip to Arizona, I invite everybody to check out the website afterlifesymposium.org because there's some people doing some fascinating things in the world of the afterlife. And it's, it's amazing. I'm so excited to see who's going to be speaking and then now to, uh, figure out how I'm going to get in touch with everybody and, and interview them ahead of time. Um, and last year it was sold out. So it's a pretty big event. And then also our website is we don't die radio.com. And that's our home base where you can find all the past episodes. You can get a free copy of um, so many things from me, how to survive grief, my audio got a PDF file, 19 reasons to believe in the afterlife. And then it also says, if you put in your name and your email address, you can read a few chapters of my book. Here's our secret. It's actually the whole book. Um, so I know if you like that in the PDF form, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, we're not here trying to sell you on, on anything. We're here to give you some great information. Um, anyways, I think that's it for the show. So uh, one more warm thank you to our guest. And you can check out his website at mediumrichardcisneros.com. And in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I've been your host on We Don't Die Radio. And I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important so quiet the mind like richard said create those pauses and that's our access to be able to listen and also to gain some uh, inspiration and wisdom your life here on earth is definitely important and when you can kind of set your focus on serving it's really interesting how things seem to miraculously show up in your life so i want to thank you again for listening and we'll see you soon